This is this is just this young man trying to get his first taste. Okay, he's just trying to get a I wet. first a taste. Bit. I just love that the old cat lady was like, "Yo, you can get a little taste of this here. You can get practice on me." I, I think you should have gone for it. Donia is very obviously not interested, and and he's just like locked into this mindset of, "Yeah, I, I want to get it in, but I want to get it in with someone I love." What about the violence? I don't hear anything about. The <laughs> what about like, where's the real? Is that not the real part of the story? The violence. <laughs> There they go, the clown and the two thugs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Down. I am Pat B in the house today. We have Shayna Shay. What's up? The executioner. I'm going to go quick, so hello. See you later. And the always amazing. <laughs> You're going to go quick. Yeah, you like stopped. Over. Yeah, okay. Let me see how it is. Stamped over like three other lines and stuff. And always the amazing Abby. Howdy, howdy. Hey, hey, we have an awesome action-packed, fun-filled show for you. I feel you, Efficution. I feel your energy. I know you're amped, but you got to tone it down, my friend. We got to get it. We got to get it there first because we are talking about Space Sweepers. This is a Korean action sci-fi hodgepodge of various genre films, and we are going to bring it to you. The, uh, what, what are Koreans in space doing for just like the day-to-day -day grind after humanity has kind of moved into colonization of space and utopia? We'll talk about that in just a few. Also, we are talking about the comic one-shot, Dynamite, Our Bloody Valentine. This is uh, Dynamite Comics' attempt at uh, keeping up with Deceased and uh, Marvel Zombies. And we'll see if they oh measure up. Gosh. This is yeah, this is a clever story that brings together several of your favorite Dynamite Comics characters, if you know Dynamite Comics. If you don't, maybe we'll drop something new on you. We are also talking about the mobile game, Dan the Man, action platformer. This is an action platformer that came out a while ago and started off as a series of internet shorts and uh, online games. And now it's gone into the mobile realm with action platformer. Was it lacking in action or was it action packed? We'll let you know. And Owen Wilson and Salma Hayek bring you Bliss on Amazon Video. And we will talk about why my expression changed since this is so down. But for right now, I'm gonna let Effocutioner and Abby bring you the good stuff with Space Sweepers. Oh man, we're gonna talk about something good. All right, we're gonna talk yeah, about something. Oh ah. my god. Space Sweepers is pretty much set up in the year 2092. The world is decimated by pollution and grime and uh, all this death and poison. Everyone's wearing masks and stuff like that. But lo and behold, a savior. Uh, one gentleman decided to create a paradise, a utopia in space. And, you know, pretty much he only selected a few certain people and everyone else that's like kind of on the planet has to work really hard for the utopia in order to become chosen probably sort of not really but also the survive ends meet and you know it's kind of at that point where it's just like racism the issue language isn't a problem you know it's like yeah it's a, lot of, a lot of unity because you, you, everyone's hungry you know you, it's say just that, yeah. you say that but from that description it sounds like all those things all those things are definitely a problem including capitalism is well rampant in a society where we being uh, denied access yeah. to the futuristic i mean what, what's, what's yeah going on? i mean so, if you got that cash then you're, you're good man you know just yeah just, it like, definitely runs a lot on how much money you have like um richard armitage he's the guy who plays thor and and Thor and Orc and Shield and the Lord of the Rings. Uh, he plays Sullivan, who's the sort of CEO of the company that 
is sort of the savior of humanity, so to speak. And he's trying to build life on Mars so then people who are a UTS citizen, which is his company, can go and live there and flee Earth, which has become a sort of decimated planet. And the only way you can get certified to become a UTS citizen is if you get enough money or if you have enough influence, you can sort of join the super wealthy rich people that are on their way to mars i'm glad i'm glad you broke that down i kept misreading the whole thing like the only way you can get certification is you have a uti and it seemed really <laughs> awkward for like or i'm not sure if it was uts or uti but it was some sort of like it is not uti UTS. It is not no, UTI right I, I, there. That's why I was really confused. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, what's going on here is uh, now it's the yes, state of society and in the story of Space Sweepers, also oftenly titled in different country, in different regions, Victory, uh, with following a single, we're following a single crew and the pilot of a single crew. He's not the captain, he's the pilot. Um, now after snatching the, uh, the, uh, the crashed uh, space shuttle and the latest debris chase. And I say debris chase because the cats were following the salvagers you know, this is how the crew makes money and survives in this future quote unquote utopia. They salvage wreckage and they clean up debris that's floating in space from the initial colonization and the initial terraforming uh, that mankind made so many years ago that made the earth this barely inhabitable uh, slum. So that's where space sweepers come from. We're following the sweepers of space. Now, when the crew discovers a seven-year-old girl inside uh, one of the uh, one of the one of the wrecked ships, mm, things get a little weird. Things get a little wild. And when they find out that she might be a super destructive uh, robot weapon of mass destruction, well, it hits the fan. So that's the story here, Abby. You were very excited when we jumped into this. Yes, I want to so get your impressions I... of the story. I'm a huge space science fiction person. I was super excited going to this the opportunity, like sort of blossom into something that it, I, I'm super interested in the aspect of space exploration. And a lot of the, a lot of movies get like early space exploration like this ex extraordinarily wrong. Like I keep on thinking to like Star Trek, the original series with like the, like they used what they had at the time to sort mm. of create like a futuristic idea of what they thought would be uh, the year 2060. And we're using what we have here at the time to make a futuristic rendition of what will happen in the year 2092. Okay, I wanna thank you for watching what you said right there. You <laughs> treading on dangerous ground. About to be like, yo, um, yeah, let me, talk, let me talk some mess about Star Trek. About to be like, ha <laughs> Oh, yes. So just wait for it. I, I'm just saying that, like. No, no, you're right. You, you, you are right. Yeah, Those like, original we, stories. We don't, we don't know what's gonna be like in 2092. However, sort of the aspect of space, space has a lot of trash, mm. and there are people that are sort of trying to get all the trash to collect it and then sell it back. Like, that's a, that's a good idea because there are like t in current times there are a lot of scientists in space related professions, professionals or whatever, that are really worried about the amount of trash that's in space. So when they sort of integrated that into the movie as one of the main beginnings of like the, why they, why they are in space, it sort of brings it back to like, hey, that actually seems like a plausible thing people would do in the future. Like that would be a professional, like a profession, profession, you would be a space janitor. 
And let's talk no. about the dynamics of the crews on that <laughs> ship because I like how each of the characters that we meet—that's the—that's the—that's the crew um, that's manning uh, the ship—is uh, the ship, the Victory, is what it's called. Um, each of them had like their former lives of being a badass, which is an anime trope that goes way back. <laughs> the animation to live action transfer that they yes. were very blatantly trying to put across really worked in this situation in oh, my yeah, opinion like yeah. uh, normally that's 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 total bs that's just like you're trying too hard and you suck you know uh i'm just i'm i'm uh, i'm they I'm they did really well it like that. i see them and i've seen them in the past this however just really worked you got the ex the, the former yakuza boss tiger park bro tiger park yeah. is Yo. the dude that works the engine room I'm, I'm, I'm saying oh you, you got you got like some ill yakuza dude as, as Kaylee, you know, keeping the ship running. Kaylee from Firefly, yeah. that's a dual reference. Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 some people didn't know. I didn't want to say it. Go ahead. Thank you, thank you. I yes. dug it. I, I thought it worked really well, and the characters where they started off, I thought they were going to be kind of corny. I thought they were going to be kind of hokey. Were actually really interesting. And even the captain with her with her aviator shades, I'm like, come on, man, you are not jet black. Although, although I did, I did appreciate how like this is why she's like this. This is why he's like this, and this is like tried to give the characters enough backstory to sort of give them a reason why they're on the ship to begin with, mm -hmm. like the former yakuza boss, or why. Um, oh my goodness, I don't remember the main character's name. Um, Captain Jang tried to assassinate the quote-unquote saver of the universe over here yeah yeah he she attempted uh an assassination on sullivan um wait are you talking about wait you talking about Teho though no no, no. Teho no, actually worked no. as one of the the people the, one of the, the armed yeah. guards but, but abby 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 said they couldn't uh remember the name of our main character he, that's yeah Teho. i was talking oh, about I, no okay, yes I'm sorry. i was yeah. i was talking about Teho. i like Teho's on the ship because he um, he needs money to look for his daughter who mm. has went drifting off into space and he's trying to get enough money to then find her. And it's mm. on a tight schedule because the longer he takes to get the money, the longer, it, uh, the less likely he is to find her. Yeah, dude, that was and, an interesting mechanic. The yeah. fact that when people, um, get lost in space, there's actually a service in this future that will find your loved one's remains and bring them back to you. And when his daughter gets blown out into space, yo, I mean, the, the rest of the movie is like, there's yeah, action I and it's that. funny, but that part was, that part was, that, that was that a part raw was sad. Yeah. Oh man. And so and it's, they broke it down later too. Woo. Yeah. And, oh my god that that part really tore my heart because i was like oh no and you you get flashbacks of Teho with his uh with his daughter like spending time with her and it's like so you get the sense that like he really did love her and he was just trying to look out for her and do what was best even if that meant that he put his own life on the line and so when when he's trying to find her um and trying to get the money to find her it's more of like he wants closure for what happened he wants to make so sure that like she isn't like drifting Not off into space yeah forgotten yes, like yeah. and so he's um on it's pretty obvious when he meets uh dorothy um who's the little sort of android robot thing i don't really know um she's the he, mcguffin 
Okay. Yeah, like no, she. <laughs> she is the she... she's the object that we follow when we're uh, the ambiguous yes. uh, object of danger, but definitely the object of focus and affection for this crew. Dorothy is the little girl that you see in the trailer and don't really get much information on, which was smart on their part, because letting yes. that mystery unfold on its own was actually really, really, that, that, that was a, a slick move. Yeah, F.O., you've been awfully quiet over there. What, what, what were your impressions of uh, of the, how the story played out? Honestly, man, I I was I was expecting to hate this movie. Like, I could what? see the different... Yeah, I, you, you I, hear this, Beth? I was expecting to hate this movie. Like, I could easily tell, like, where certain parts of where they got the inspiration from. But, you know, as as, a, as I kept going and I learned the backstory, I just, I was like, whoa, I actually care. Like, I didn't yeah. think I would care. Like, even, even Dorothy, when they first find her, and then she's like, so just so happy and sweet. Like, yo, trying to get high fives, calling everyone like uncle and auntie and stuff. I was just like, whoa. Yeah. Like, they, it was like... It's like one big happy dysfunctional family, and it, was... it really was. I'm, <laughs> she's a little girl, dude. It's it's like this is it's, it's a child behaving like a child. I mean, I it, understand, but it was just like, yo, it caught me by surprise. I was like, yo, I didn't expect to care about you. Like, yo, you got kidnapped, and, and her You're acting like throughout I'm the, like, that's cute over here. Like, like her, the acting of the child throughout the movie. Like, child acting is a very difficult job, but like with the sort of overall storyline of this movie like i was like how like how are they going to incorporate a child acting as a child throughout this movie and her acting like Dor the the little girl that played dorothy played her absolutely well as a child because that's all she really did was like she was played a child and all she had to do was act like a child and it was a really sort of like it didn't seem forced on anyone's part and they were just like okay you just have to draw draw the other people on the ship and say a few lines and then stare longingly at a plant and then sell tomatoes <laughs> it's like they let her play That's a child nice. and it was a really wholesome experience just to watch on the screen yo she could draw too that was the very surprising thing yes she's actually a really good artist i was very surprised on that all right hold, no, on, a second, hold on a second um okay shana I, I, I know you didn't see this but let me let me ask you something just for context if i point out um the movie wing commander uh from uh from the late 90s early aughts or um movie. or like the 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 ang lee uh 2003 hulk you know mm. um oh you know the old uh um uh damn it um the old uh the final fantasy movie uh spirits within oh yeah yeah you know, yeah so what's the first thing that comes to mind when i when i when i tell you about all these things other than they all kind of like look like anime exactly <laughs> they all did and they had a yes. horrible special effects and they emphasize this because they really you know, sucked this is this is like one of the first movies and not the first ever but this is one of the first where at no point no point was I like pulled out of this the whole time I'm watching this just as intently as I would any other space opera. I'm just Serenity. I'm, I'm Serenity. Yo, space Serenity, well, Serenity as a property was tight. We don't talk about who made Serenity, but Serenity itself was oh, yeah. really decent. And this, uh, this enthralled me, dude. I honestly, I didn't expect to hate it, but I didn't expect to have as much fun watching it, and I didn't expect to be That's as it. deeply immersed in this world as I was. We liked the story, we liked the characters. I also liked that twist at the end that I yeah. genuinely didn't see coming, and I realized normally I would have if I wasn't having such a good time. 
because it's it's not it's not like mind blowing. It's just less obvious. But if you've seen enough of these stories, you watch <laughs> enough anime, you read enough comics, you know enough novels uh, uh, to to see how sometimes when a grand benevolent gesture is needed, a story might play out. And this one did something that even though it's a predictable trope, and I'm I'm trying not to give anything away. Uh, F.O. Abby, let me know. Yes, if, like, I, I, I know. I'm, I'm I trying not I to know. say nothing, so I'm quiet. I'm trying to figure out. I, I think I know which sort of like twist at the end you're referring to. Mm-hmm. And then like, I didn't see that twist coming, but like, it's one of those twists that happens in films quite a bit. Yeah, okay, F.O. Now I need and- to see if you can say <laughs> twist at least two more times. Yeah, it's twist, like a super. It's a twist. twist. <laughs> uh, no, it's like it's like the 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 special effects in this were were um, mm. were amazing, and and for a movie yeah, that, that like didn't go surprising, especially for like the space movement and the camera movement with it, like it was really just like you you couldn't tell it was just like so like I was impressed. I'm I'm just gonna honestly say it, like I was legit impressed. Hey, no, no shame that. Her. I, I was I was impressed too. <laughs> they got me too, man. <laughs> they also, got me too. also. This is a thumbs also, up for me. Bubs, this is a, like yes. Oh yeah. Bubs. Oh Bubs. Yo, we forgot about we forgot we, we about. We did her. not forget about Bubs. Forget I was about trying, Bubs. I was alluding to Bubs in the special effects, but yes. Yes. Okay. Bubs you know, is let's, the let's best. Be quiet about it. Bubs is the CG I, character in I this. Feel her, that, <laughs> I feel her though. I feel her. Genuine uh, emotion. Genuine like feels. And I got to give this a thumbs up. I had a great time watching this. Um, didn't mind that it was in Korean subtitles all day and it was just a good ass story and it, it transcended that international block of we're not speak the language it's not my culture maybe i'm not gonna get bull okay mm. i had a great time yeah y'all don't feel the same way i apologize for stamping all over with my good vibes <laughs> but it really it really was what it was abby uh i have to go with the thumbs up on this movie i going in i didn't really know what to expect i mean again that happened with a lot of the things that we watched but um it was one of those films i came out with a super happy feeling uh at the end because it sort of gives you like that warm feeling of like everything's going to be all right and like yeah it was just overall and the the action sequences and the um the cgi all just sort of made the this really great film even better so yeah thumbs up all right executioner oh man i i didn't think i would like this thing man i i i was seeing the generic anime tropes you know what i'm saying like Yo, why are you going in expecting to hate stuff what, what I, I didn't ex- hurt you not, i don't hurt you expect to hate everything but it's just like Maybe. yo with the with the last few movies we have been reviewing i was just like you know i was expecting another you know tried your hardest but man, uh, what a twist! <laughs> so I gotta give it a thumbs up. But I will say this though: if if you do decide to watch this, like dub, don't. I, I actually did dub and in uh, South Korean, and you know, I would the subtitles are just a lot better. Like, so, uh, yes, be doing sub is better than dub. All right, but I definitely watch that out there. I will not shame anyone. I will not shame anyone for for watching the dub versions if. You know, it's not your jam. Nah, you're to, not gonna like to, it to, if you to watch it. Dub. I guess. Yes. If, don't don't do that. Nah. Don't put that out. You're gonna make a scene. I, I you're gonna make a scene like elitist a hole. I'm trying to help time, you. I'm trying all... to help y'all. I'm trying to help everyone. No, you know what? It's okay if you watch it in sub or dub. As long as you watch it, it's fine by me. That's a very <laughs> judicious way to look at so, it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. It's called Space Sweepers. It's available on Netflix now. Um, I was actually looking up before the show. I thought it was just like a low budget thing. I didn't realize it had like. Well, you can see 
the effort, care that went into this. And you can see, you can for damn sure see the budget because it looked amazing. Uh, check it out now. It's apparently uh, uh, highly regarded by all of us and it's available to you. But right now, let's talk about the comic one shot dynamite now i keep saying like it's from dynamite comics but dynamite, dynamite our bloody valentine and it's coming out at a very timely point even though this show will come out after valentine's day <laughs> but this is the story of uh of uh peter cannon aka thunderbolt and uh and he spent his entire life in the himalayan um you know mountain his best friend tabu has convinced him that yo dude you know what i'm saying it's like you've been on your own for a long time homie i'm gonna help get you some got you okay you know here's what we gonna do we gonna go clubbing uh, and all that stuff and it's like oh yeah there's a zombie apocalypse on okay maybe we'll tone the tone it back so maybe i'm just gonna give you some advice Whoa, and in the middle of the zombie apocalypse, right there. zombie apocalypse like that's easy action no no, like no believe it or not it is not and this story breaks down how not it is when you've been sheltered your whole life and what? then you're suddenly thrown into situations where uh people like uh john carter of mars is be are being zombified left and right <laughs> You know, just because you got some, just because you got some, you know, some some ill-ass kung fu skills and laser beams coming from your eyes, does not mean you are exempt. So we have uh, John, we have uh, Thunderbolt, we have uh, Vampirella, we got um, oh, uh, uh, Red Sonia, of course, and uh, as in this team up of uh, well-known, this super group of superheroes uh, trying to save well, what's left of reality from a zombie takeover. We also have. Young Peter trying to find trouble. Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm, I keep saying trying to find love because that's how the book presents it. But Shana, you back me up on this. Tell me if I'm wrong or not. This is this is just this young man trying to get his first taste. Okay, he's just trying to get a I mean, first taste. He was offered by someone else, but he didn't want that. Yeah, his whole thing was his whole thing was yeah, I, I want to get it in, but I want to get it in with someone I love. And I'm like, Dude, excuse me, ooh. how old is this guy? What, 12, 13? Yo, he's like 30, man. And well, what? I mean, that dude was, pulling, was that dude was blowing knees out going up the stairs. That's who that dude was, okay? That's what I mean. He's a full, he's a fully grown adult. He's just led led a, a sheltered monk's life. The story here is these are heroes from uh, the Dynamite Comics universe, and just like Dynamite. DC has recently been doing its uh, deceased uh, story with DC the zombie takeover story, which I think they've moved on from now because last I checked, it was a whole new thing with the different Justice League and all that, and Marvel Zombies, which also is a storyline that's past. Uh, Dynamite Comics, not to be outshined, has its ongoing Dynamite, which I thought was kind of a, a clever name. But in this one shot, I like this because this is a bottle story. You know, this isn't just part of, this isn't just another, you know, um, you know, cog in this ongoing wheel they have. This is a nice little contained story of, yeah, we're fighting in this big epic thing, but we also have side, you know, adventures and conversations and quests and interactions because we're real you know, characters. We're interacting with each other and have relationships or trying to get relationships and trying to get something on. So Shana, what was your impression of the story? It was cute. That's really what I kind of took away at the end of it. I mean, is there bloody dismemberment? Sure. Is there body parts flying all places? Definitely. But is the majority of that particular story about Peter going to his teammates and asking them the appropriate ways to woo Sonia? Yes. Yeah, yo, my man, yo, my man, little a little decorum. He 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 goes to every single person he knows, like just putting their business out there. I just love that the old cat lady was like, yo, you can get a little taste of this here. You can get practice on me. 
I, I, I gotta say, I gotta say too. I, I think you should have gone for it. Sonya is very obviously not interested, and and he's just like locked into this mindset of no, it's gotta be her and no one else. It's gotta be her and no one. I'm like, but I love her. There are so many people out there. What, what about the action? What about the violence? I don't hear anything about the <laughs> like, violence. Like, where's the real? Is that not the real part of the story? The violence? There was like, yo. Violence yes. happening in every panel, but that yeah. wasn't the focus of the story. Yeah, when they, yes. when they had. The when violence they had, that's constantly when, happening isn't somehow the focus. Believe it or not, yeah. When the, in <laughs> this book, they have a heart to heart talk. Uh, 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 Thunderbolt and, and Red Sonia are having a, a, a deep heart to heart chat. At the same time, they're being uh, approached by an onslaught of uh, undead. Ooh, like so they end up making a bet, a bet. This is one of those rom-com moments where it's like they end up making a bet. Okay, so whoever can kill the most, the best. You with your bare fists and kung fu or me with my blades and, you know, a uh, 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 raw power of weaponry. That's, that's my Red Sonya voice, weaponry. She's like, what's, <laughs> she's like, what's better, my weapon? And he's like, but I am a weapon. Yeah. And uh, that is that awesome. is such like it's like one of those like tropes, but it's, it's like it's like a uh, Bruce Banner saying like that's my secret cap. I'm always angry. No, no, no I know. I, I got one. That, that's that's old school. That's like um, oh oh. Have you if you've seen um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, the the last Tarantino movie. Yeah. Uh, when Bruce Lee says, okay, so my whole body's linked to weapon. So if I accidentally kill you, that's called murder. It's like, if you accidentally kill anybody, he's like, yes, yeah, called murder. Yeah, right. but he's like, if my, because my body's a lethal weapon. And that's where Thunderbolt's coming from. It's like, my body's just so honed, just so well trained. It's like, I'm ready. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> and so what And she's like, get out of here, I got swords. So they make, so they have this bet, and they're like cutting off zombie limbs uh... and slicing things down the middle, you know, disemboweling people at the whole time. They're like, and you, you gotta understand, I, 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 I have feelings for you, and I haven't really figured out how to put this into words, so I'm just gonna come out and say it. Slash. You know, it's like, Damn, all right, just like that. And it was, you're right, Shane. I think cute is the perfect way to describe this, which you wouldn't expect from a zombie book and you wouldn't expect from a um, uh, from a Dynamite Comics book that has uh, Vampirella with them things all out. You know, so it's just like, it was It was a nice little read. It wasn't too long. It was a quick one, which um, I appreciate because they didn't harp on too much stuff for too long. And did you continue on and catch the uh, little John Carter and Deja Shaw? Yeah. Excuse me, little zombie John Carter and zombie <laughs> Deja Shaw. Which Forrest. also, again, was kind of cute of them like going off, of them going off across Mars together and essentially having a couple spat about what to eat. Yeah, as, as zombies, they can't decide what, <laughs> what restaurant to disembowel folks at. <laughs> Uh, I, I understand that. Totally, yes. That's the only issue you have as a zombie on Mars. Hey, well, hey, while you're you, trying you, to have a romantic I mean, evening. Yeah, look, look at this way. You're dead. You really don't have much to worry about from that point on. You know? um, yeah, I guess. I, I got it. I'm giving this a thumbs up. It was. It yeah. was. I can't think of a, of a better word, Shannon. You 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 nail it. Hit nail on the head. It is cute. <laughs> yeah, no thumbs up. Like it. Like. Uh -oh, like even the first one, I call it cute, but you probably would like the way it ends. Um, nice. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, blood. like they were both just kind of cute because they were because the Valentine's Day theme always were gonna make it kind of like, oh, people love each other. It's sweet, despite mm -hmm. the dismemberment and you know 
zombies everywhere. Yeah, you got to confess your love and then, you know, pull a couple eyes out. That's how, that's how it goes. Um, you know, as one does. As one does. Uh, or it's or dynamite. go on a zombie oh. date and eat each other and eat people together. Yeah. You know, uh, see, I, I'm 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 racking myself trying to think of like a, a zombie dating app. Would it be called like instead of Tinder, like Limber or something? It's it's not coming together. But um, Dynamite, our bloody Valentine. Well, uh, this is the one shot. Uh, came out seasonal and still worth your time, even though the holiday will have passed by the time you see this, dude. Recommended by uh, recommended by both myself and Shane Shay. Uh, you can check it out now uh, from Dynamite Comics. It's written by Fred Van Leel. Uh, excuse me, Fred Van Lenten. And uh, Justin Mason had to look those up real quick. But right now, we are also going to talk about Dan the Man. Uh, action platform. All right, FO, since you seem to have a very specific opinion, do you want to tell us what Dan the Man <laughs> action platformer is about? Yes, please. Is this Enlighten before us. or after the ads that pop up? <laughs> <laughs> like, the ads for the ads on the game at least like in my um my opinion were tolerable because they were easy to skip mm, now as many as I, I i honestly would have agreed with you had we not done the games that we did the last like four yes weeks on this show yes, I know. we are I'm seeing usually... a revolution in how mobile games approach ad presentation to the point where a game like damn the man which uses the old system of ads where it's like here's what i'm gonna do I want you to buy services and I want you to put money into the game, but I'm not gonna oppress you with ads. I'm gonna say this in this very calming tone so you don't realize that I'm oppressing you with ads. Now, when you're in the middle of a game, you get to a point where to save, you can watch an ad or you can continue on and don't even worry about it. And then when you get to the end of a level, you can watch an ad or you can eat a dick and watch an ad because you're going to watch these goddamn ads. I paid for them, okay? They're okay. in the goddamn game. You watch right. these ads. And then... Let me, let me at least describe the game first. Yeah, go ahead. Break it down. Sorry. So, uh, Dan the Man is pretty much like a beat-em-up, a little bit of a mini action platform shooter depending on like the weapons and stuff you have, but you're mostly a beat-em-up. And you're, you're pretty much just going through facing like these uh, armies of like soldiers and robots and uh, you know, epic boss, bosses, and it's pretty much due to the fact of like these certain groups of people are kind of like, you know, oppressing this peaceful village that you kind of like trying to help. I, I don't want to spoil too much of the story. Uh, there's you, not much story get, to spoil. Yeah, there's not much. Yeah, I know there's not that here. much to it. Yeah. But <laughs> um, you get to play as Dan, and then you get to play as like this other particular Jody, and then you can play like, yeah. and then you can customize a character if yeah. you want to pay for like the oh customizations. Oh my gosh, that right there, bro. Or if you want to mm. play as Barry from Jetpack Joyride, because it's also made by the same people that made that game, that and too. also, um, so I was having a, I was thinking like. I had high hopes for this game because it was made by the same people that made Jetpack Joyride. I played that game nonstop about like 10 years ago. So I was thinking, hopefully it'll live up to my expectations of my eight-year-old or nine-year-old self just thinking like, this is the best game ever. Um, it did not live up to my nine-year-old expectations. Um, it did, li did not live up to my now expectations. It was like, I, I was happy that like, there were like a lot of the character uh, um, art of, although it's pixelated, has a lot in common with the other um, titles in the company that created it. And so I was like, okay, so the, if 
if you go to another game, like they'll definitely recognize that this is one of their other games. Um, however, it also is very simple and it reminds me of the older uh, games with how they present the ads, how they present the gaming. And that's like not the, a good thing, though, because we've long... I never said it was a good thing, but okay, I also never sorry. said it was a bad thing. I didn't know what side you were on because you, 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 <laughs> I'm, you, I am you started off with like, it. you know what, it's not that bad. I, I it's feel not like, that I feel bad, like I, but I, it's I, not I, the I, I could deal with this if, you know, I had no other recourse and I really hated myself and the day-to-day -day monotony got to be too much for me. I didn't need much to keep me going. I just, I'm, I'm sorry, I may be paraphrasing. That, how it came yes, across. I, this is like, <laughs> this game did not sort of live up to what I thought it was going to be. I mean, like, I don't think, I'm, I've gotten more pessimistic since I've met Nefrocutioner, but I have gotten to the point where I have a lower that. opinion of mobile games than I have prior to starting and meeting, uh, starting the show and meeting Effocutioner. Right. So, and you know, it's a, it's a very, it's a very fair assessment too. Um, not maybe not the Effocutioner stuff. I mean, that, the, <laughs> that playing the game. Uh, I mean, you're, you're going to feel a certain way, and depending on how yeah. you act, you personally react to ads just kind of being forced on you. It's maybe it'll actually no, not maybe. It will definitely have a uh, more intense effect on how you personally feel about yeah. the game. Now, Effocutioner. Uh, um, ads, ads, and um, ad presentation aside, tell us about your experience playing the game. Oh, is this sound working? Wait, no, it's not. I think I think uh, okay, execution. Your mic. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Yep, I got accidentally pressed. You know. Oh man. So I was I was expecting to hate this thing, but no. I, it, if. So let me let me at least rephrase this. Yeah, there you go. When I was starting to play the game, doing like the the, the prequel and stuff like that, because there was there's not that many ads in that. It was a fun experience. I liked it. The the, the controls were pretty decent. The jump in, the punch in, the you know a little bit of the footsies of the beat 'em up. You know, the, the even the customization, the abilities that you get to learn and stuff like that. The it, it, it was actually a really great game. I was surprised. I was like, wow, this this is fun. This could be fun. And then you want to know what happens? Ads. You know, so you're just playing out of nowhere. You hit a safe ad. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're kicking butt. You're taking names. And then you just like go to a safe point ad. You see a statue ad. You know what I'm saying? You jump uh, doing like one of the mystery levels and stuff like that. You think you got everything? Yo, man, here it comes. He's coming with the baseball bat. Ads. You know what I'm saying? Finish the level. Ads, man. Oh, you're. Hey, let me give you a suggestion on powering up your character. Oh, by the way, thank you for doing that. And then you're leaving. Hey, guess what? There's an ad. Just, just gotta love the mads. And then even when you start the level, at one point, I wanted to test if I could avoid the ads. So what I did with one of my characters, I went to the highest point and I jumped. And eventually you learn like this up kick and the up kick can like slowly, you know, push your trajectory. And I was trying to avoid that little save point stick. And I was literally above here. Like I was, I was up in the air. Like I was literally past it. Guess what I got hit by? And that oh, suspense! I did not see that one coming. Yo, like I Whoa. tried to avoid the ads. Yo, I didn't you can't even avoid the ad. You know yo, what's crazy? I punched the, the statue one time, one time, mm -hmm. just to see, like, yo, as long as I don't break it, I don't get an ad. Guess what popped up? Ad. Ad. Mm -hmm. 
but I, I kid you not. I like what's crazy is at the end or like when you're about to go to another level or when you're done, it says like if you just pay two ninety nine, you can get the full experience. Yeah. You know what's, and you know what's crazy? I would rather have you just charge us three dollars. And I guarantee this game would be fun if there was just no ads. Like that's that's just it. Like if if the game in like the app store or whatever costs like two dollars or three dollars, it would have been better instead of just saying like you can buy the game for free, then pay three dollars in the game. For at one mm -hmm. point, I literally said to myself, "Where is my wallet? I will pay the three dollars because I'm really enjoying this thing." Oh, they but got I, you. I, but I did have a better time playing on my tablet than my phone. But that's because I have big hands. Okay, all right, that's that's fair too. Also, the medium you're playing on will affect the type of experience you have. But um, Abby, I'm I'm sorry, I, I missed. I'm going I'm going to have to go uh, against everyone else here and say it's a thumbs up. I mm. really did enjoy this game. The ads did definitely affect what I was thinking of it, but it did it did overall like it's one of those games as uh, Pat said it's one of those games that like you play for a couple subway rides or if you're in the line somewhere or if you're just sort of like waiting to do something like that it's one of those types of games um it was also one of the games that i would most definitely play if i had a lot more free time um it just yeah <laughs> it's just one of those games that i found enjoyable that i didn't expect to find enjoyable so Yo, put right, this no, game on fair. Steam, and I guarantee it'll do a lot better. Put it on PlayStation, take out all the ads. I swear this game will do a lot better. Mm, I also I also think they'll be just outraged in the streets. Maybe not in the streets. Well, Maybe as long as they take stock. out all the ads and the BS microtransactions, and they just let you do it by just playing and leveling up or maybe doing cool objectives, I guarantee you will have an amazing time playing this game. Man, you know, but as it is right now, burn it with fire and do not support any mobile games. Burn the app store. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, hey, all right. Hey. right. Take it. Take it back a couple notches. Games. We. Yeah, okay. Right. Passionate. Passionate in the mother. All right. Right now, let's talk about Bliss. Shayna, I got to watch Bliss, and let me first and foremost say I am sorry. I was not ready for this movie to be as heavy as it was. From the trailer, it looked like a light, you know, sci-fi rom-com yeah. thing, and I thought it was intensely emotional, dude. You, yeah, you, yeah. you didn't, you didn't feel that way. I mean, I kind of figured that from the trailer, though. Okay, all right, then I, I'm, I'm, I'm naive. It happens, you know. <laughs> I, yo, I'm mad enough to admit when I was wrong. Well, you want to apologize to me? At, playing the Dan the Man game? Well, because you always wrong. Um, but we're talking about Bliss. This is a new movie with uh, Salma Hayek and Owen Wilson uh, out now on Amazon Video and also went to uh, select theaters. Um, but it's about an unfulfilled dude um, and a woman who's just kind of a mystery. We don't really know what she's about entirely. We have hunches and the um, woman believe that they're in a simulated reality. So are they or are they not? When their newfound Bliss uh, blissful world starts to bleed into each other, into the ugly world that they live in, and they discover a blissful outer utopia that starts to show signs of the inner personal hell. Uh, the lines between what's real and what's simulation get really obfuscated. And also, which one is the real real? Are they in a simulation or are they in their actual world being invaded by maybe a drug-induced coma? Who the hell knows? But dude, this was weird as hell. Like, I, I, I started off thinking I knew what was happening and then it throws you little 
tidbits and things where it's like I, I I I tried to watch it again and I couldn't. Like it was just emotionally crushing. But I wanted to get like answers, and I thought watching again would uh, provide some of the understanding um, that I was missing after the first run. Because you start off with Owen Wilson, he seems like just a regular dude in a business office, accidentally kills someone, runs, meets a woman in a bar. She's like, hey, my boyfriend's out. My boy, uh, my boyfriend's in the bathroom. Rob him. Like what? And then take these drugs. And then what? And then okay, live in my shanty town. What? And then, it was like, what? What? What is happening? Where did I was? I was. I was like taking meetings and phone calls like 17 minutes ago. How am I living under a bridge now, <laughs> man? Uh, that really is the breakdown too. It's like man. you don't really know what's. You don't fully know what's happening until maybe about an hour into the movie. And Lightning McQueen I, it, it just, went downhill. Lightning McQueen was on drugs. Okay, somebody loaded so up his tank. Yeah. Uh, but I think the I think I think that's where the movie like relishes. The movie the movie really oh, like definitely. you know yeah the movie's just like wallowing in the fact that you know nothing. And, and that it's you giving can, you conflicting um, information all the time. Mm -hmm. You're just as confused as Owen Wilson, uh, Greg, in this movie. Like he's going through the the mysteries and the whole uh, uh, like, you know, heady experience too. Uh, he, re he meets Salma Hayek, who we don't know if she's a good guy, or if she's a bad guy. Is she the maven that's introducing him to a new world? Is she pretty much the devil on his shoulder that's making him do all this stuff? Is she a figment of his imagination? Because that was on the table too. That was also on the table. Uh, well, well, Shane, would you have taken that, that, little, that little yellow pill? probably not but um but then again nobody in my life has ever just offered me free drugs no matter Fair. what no matter I'm what the so dare officer, damn, no I, matter I what the dare officer told me nobody just said here here's some free drugs that's well, because you gotta that hang out in more men's room bathrooms i take that back <laughs> immediately yes um yeah. no no you because do not there was all kinds of stuff happening in bathrooms that was like yeah no. Yeah, but like the bathrooms are gross. Everything was sketchy about this. Every <laughs> single thing was sketchy. It was not a non-sketchy part of this movie. The credits were sketchy. Okay. But I realized after watching it, and I did go back and watch it. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the whole thing, but certain scenes over and over. But um okay. it's funny, there are two very interesting ways to look at this movie. Either you can look at this movie and see a psychological thriller that has you know, an emotionally raw ending, but cathartic, or it's a sci-fi thriller. Like it's either a psychological thriller or it's a sci-fi thriller. Either way, <laughs> it's either a way it's gonna be unsatisfying. Yes, I, I, no, I agree. No, I wasn't unsatisfied. <laughs> I, I was so unsatisfied. I'm watching I this wasn't. thing play out, and then they made Bill Nye an asshole. Ow! Wait, wait, wait Bill Nye. Nye? How was he Bill an Nye. asshole? Yo, when he came up to her, when excuse me, excuse me, when, okay, sorry, no, no spoilers. Wait, when you saw them in There's, the Bill um, Nye, you, lie. you said Bill Nye, you might as well just yeah, let it rock. Bill I, no, I, no, he's in the trailer. It's not, it's that that part's right, not spoiler. But his, <laughs> but how he interacts with uh, with people, I, 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 that I can't break down because that would be a spoiler. But I will say, uh, when Shana, when he has the conversation um, with Greg and whispers a thing in into his ear. I'm, I, I'm like, oh, oh, all of you are bad people. I see what's going on here. Well, no, I, mean, I liked you a second ago. What's going can't on? Believe to Bill be fair, Nye without giving away film. any spoilers, mm -hmm. to be fair, he is like, there is something to be said about what he said to him because if 
the other world version of things is the real world, then yeah, there's some ethical issues that could be arisen in that. And he has a right to be a little suspicious or at the very least wary of where that particular storyline was going. Maybe. I just have issues with the writing in this. Um, it's present. It's presented as um, a really, it's like if Memento was written by a junkie. That, that, that's, that's, that's what thing. I got <laughs> And that's the thing. That's one of the, um, that's one of the really clear ways to look at this. And I guess because I've had experiences with people who were addicted to drugs in my life before, mm. like that was like the easiest storyline for me to see. And no, this is more or less how it feels, especially to be the one dealing with it. Like the, the um, daughter character they kept showing, I know what it's like to be in her shoes. Okay, that so. I do understand too. When she when she kept seeing him, I, I, I was like, that. okay, I mentioned the, the real like hard emotional stuff. That right there, perfect example, was just like, dude, them on that phone call at the start of the movie was cute. And then every time you see them face to face, I, I, I damn near teared up. And I'm just like, I'm also like, stay and have a conversation. Why are you running? No, I'm dying. And then, and then the, the, the clown ass son won't get out of the car. And I'm like, dude, you know what? No, I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop myself right there because I'm coming at this from the point of a viewer watching this movie play out and all those scenes happen for the first time. But I also think back to uh, situations in my own life where if I'm where I've been that person who I know someone who has like drugs or some other vice that I know they can't get away from and think about how I would react to them and the son's aloof standoffishness is not that out of it's not that unrealistic. So I'm going to take no. back that statement. Yeah, because that's, that's this usually whole thing, how. Yeah, that's how people respond in real life, though. Like, yeah. either they they immediately want to push you away because of the issues, because they don't want it affecting their life, or they'll be more desperate to try to pull you near. Like, it is what it is. But so one of those rare moments where, where Pat has to check himself before he wrecks but himself. Like, like but it, it was, to me, very interesting. It To me, it does remind me of, like, a movie like Memento or something to affect where you're constantly giving clues throughout to figure out the world you're looking at, but they never really fully answer the question. No, they do not. What about Crash 2? Crash 2? Uh, Are you talking about I the mean, movie Crank. Crash? I meant to say Crank. Okay, okay yeah. Cause... I'm like, I don't remember, I don't remember a sequel to Crash. I mean, <laughs> damn, I, could they even make that? No. <laughs> I would hope not, because Crash was an awful movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. But Crank 2 was an amazing movie. Yeah, Crash and Crank are two very different things. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, no, I, I'm picking up what you're laying down. But um, the sci-fi in this was interesting. The story is weird. It is sad, in my opinion. Dude, uh, I was not ready well, for the emotional, like, hit that this movie just, like, yeah. struck me over the head with. It's funny, because if it's a sci-fi story, it is sad. But if it's a psychological um, story, then it's actually kind of cathartic. So, either way, it's a hell of a depression. Uh, <laughs> depression. Uh, so, so there's As that. As a depressed person, it did not bother me. So you know. <laughs> oh, it, it was pretty rough. But the movie's called Bliss, um, dude. You know, honestly, 
for what I was going in expecting what I actually got, I got to give it a thumbs down. I don't care how heady and emotional and, you know, like, you know, prestigious the movie may seem. It was not a good time to watch. And at the end of the day, that's what I was looking for. And that's what I did not get. I got to give it a thumbs down. Acting was okay. Story was what it was. Interesting approach to drugs. And um, mm -hmm. uh, oh, I forget I forget the Holmes from uh, The Daily Show, but I think this may have been like one of his first. Um, oh, he's, like, not kinda, his kinda, first. Because he was first dramatic role. First, uh, yeah, maybe first dramatic role, but he's been yeah. up. Okay, well, his first like dramatic role, but um, yeah, it, it didn't swing. But check. Um, I always gotta be contrary, but I'm giving it a thumbs up because mostly because I think it took a really interesting path in its storytelling, and it's something really different. Because man, in a world full of remakes, sequels, and reboots. I gotta be, I gotta give it up to a movie that has an original story. Um, and it does, and I real, and they really played well, like, my goodness, I, I really should have looked up who the directors, cinematographer, and editor were, because they seem to have worked in great harmony in this. If they're all the same person, I would not be surprised. Um, just because... The, the building, the scene building was there, the cinematography building was there, like the continuity for what you were looking at when it was dropping you hints of what worlds you're supposed to be in, like it's always there. And they did a really good job pulling that together. So I really believe the world I was looking at could be two different worlds at any given moment in time. So I, my, so I give it a thumbs up. All right, well, the writer and director was uh, Mike Cahill. Uh, I'm looking at the, I brought, I had to bring up the um, uh, the credits here real quick. I'm trying to get to the cinematographer, but it does not look like he was also behind the camera, which also would be insane. Uh, cinematographer was Marcus Forder. So I'm not sure if they've worked together, if they've worked together before, but you're right. They were definitely simpatico. So that's the thing that, that's the thing that stood out. I'm not hating on him for that. Uh, it's just like, it was what it was uh, reaction wise. It just wasn't me, you know? And I mean, that's okay. You know, that's one of the once one of the great things about like cinema to have like those differing opinions and different types of stories and it exposes you to new stuff and can horrify you beyond belief, much like, like this movie did me. Right, uh, like this feels like one of those <laughs> movies that you would discuss in film class, like to death. Yeah, okay. That's and, what this movie feels like. And I like so for me, I liked it, but all right. Now, having been in film class, uh, that was one of my least favorite parts. Uh, I, I just full disclosure and it's uh this is the type of movie that definitely brings that out of you so the movie is called bliss uh it's available now on amazon video starring selma hayek and owen wilson if anything we said uh moved you to it and you really want you really got to check this out you really need a taste then dude it's there for you but we are out of time y'all i want to remind you if you heard anything on this show you want to chime in on just gotta let us know hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com also, dude, while you're there, explore, you know, see what's good. We have a whole plethora of shows on the network. If you go to villains.wtf, there's a wide range of programming available there for you. Whatever you're into, we got that fix. Now, I want to thank Efficutioner. Yo, man, if Bill Nye made drugs, I definitely want to try them. Okay, thank you for that sound bite. I want to thank Abby. Thank you. I don't know how to react to FO. No, just, so just, just, you know, just ignore it. Maybe it'll go away. <laughs> I want to thank Shayna Shay. Just another day, man. Just another day. Just another day. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank you, fine folks. And remind you, until next time, we'll be right here. Same bad time, same bad channel. And until then, next to each other. Peace.
I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no, I was giving you. I was giving you an extra second. Okay. 